Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and I am a registered voter. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird and dark and funky from the past. Each day I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Happy Women's Equality Day. Today, we celebrate the anniversary of the women's right to vote in the United States. America was a sovereign nation for 144 whole years before women got that basic right. Today, we celebrate a victory that was hard fought, a long time coming, and still must be fought today. Picture this. On this day, in 1920, a women's rights activist named Carrie Chapman Catt sat with other activists in her home, waiting for the news. The 19th Amendment of the Constitution, which made it illegal to block people from voting based on their sex, had been made law eight days prior, but they still needed the Secretary of State to sign it for the whole thing to be official. The phone rang. A voice on the other end of the line said quietly, the Secretary has signed the proclamation. As one woman there later remembers, as quietly as that, the struggle of more than 70 years was brought to a successful end. When the U.S. Constitution was first signed in 1787, women weren't given any citizenship rights. Seems like a little bit of an oversight, doesn't it? If only it was an accident and not super intentional. Women couldn't vote, couldn't seek higher education, and if they were even allowed to work, they got paid a fraction of a man's salary. In theory, a married woman would be better off because her husband could work and provide for her. Of course, that's not always how it worked in real life. Married women were basically dead in the eyes of the law, completely at the mercy of their husband's decisions. Married women had no property rights, no legal power, no divorce or child custody rights. Their husbands could beat them, abuse their children, send them to jail, and the women had no legal recourse to protect themselves. If you want to get an emotional picture of what life was like then, try out the 2015 movie Suffragette with Carrie Mulligan and Meryl Streep. It's set in England, but the women faced the same battle we fought in the United States. No one was going to give women the rights they deserved as human beings, so women themselves would have to take them. The women's rights movement officially began during an afternoon tea in upstate New York in 1848. A young mother named Elizabeth Cady Stanton and four of her friends were having tea together when Stanton began venting how the whole liberty and justice for all thing really only meant liberty and justice for men. While I'm sure we've all vented while hanging with friends, Stanton and her friends actually decided to do something about it. Together, they wrote a Declaration of Sentiments, modeled after the Declaration of Independence, that began with the words, 
We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men and women are created equal. They listed 18 grievances and demanded the right to vote and equality before the law. They had no idea it would take over 70 years to win this battle, but they were ready. Before we continue with the story, I want to take a quick moment here that the overall legacy of women's suffrage is incredibly inspiring, but we do need to acknowledge the fact that some middle-class white people only got on board because they thought giving white women the right to vote would, quote, ensure immediate and durable white supremacy. Yeah, white supremacy was even real in the women's rights movement. Fortunately, most of the women fighting for liberty were also interested in abolition. Okay, let's keep at it. By 1890, activists came together to form the National American Women's Suffrage Association. Its president, our friend, Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Fun fact, Stanton was a true progressive and one of the first women to start wearing pants. Well, technically, pantaloons, which are like large, billowy pants. It sounds pretty comfy to me. Stanton thought long dresses were ridiculously impractical, but she eventually abandoned the pantaloons because she realized the outrage against the pants was distracting from the real issue, civil rights. Stanton would sadly die before women's rights to vote were realized, but the movement fought on with leaders like Susan B. Anthony, the iconic black suffragette Ida B. Wells, Carrie Chapman Catt, and progressive feminist Alice Paul. Alice Paul led the radical wing of the suffrage party, staging hunger strikes and picketing the White House. Through World War I, the movement slowed, but many people felt that women's response during the war showed just how much they were equal citizens to men. And so, in 1920, two years after the end of the war, the United States government finally signed the 19th Amendment, which made it illegal for any state to restrict voting on the basis of sex. Despite the fact that the government hadn't done much to prepare for this new influx of voters, on November 2nd, 8 million women went to the voting booth to cast a vote for the first time. Go suffragettes. Their story ends there, but the fight for women's rights and voting rights continues to this day. We still have work to do for women's rights, including trans women's rights. Voting access is being threatened in many states. Women still make 78 cents to every dollar a man makes, transgender girls are being blocked from competing, and a woman's right to terminate a pregnancy is still back in the courts. This Women's Equality Day, let's celebrate the incredible strides we've made together and determined to continue fighting until we all have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, let's talk about music. And this topic fits in with Women's Equality Day, too. It's time to talk about Britney. On this day in 2016, Britney Spears released her ninth and currently latest studio album, Glory. It debuted at number three on the Billboard Top 200 and received widespread praise. But we now know that Britney was working under forced conditions, in a conservatorship run by her father against her will. Need a refresher on the Free Britney movement? Well, Brittany had a mental health crisis in 2008 that led to a brief hospitalization. When she emerged from the hospital, her father had been granted control of all her finances and personal decisions in a legal arrangement called a conservatorship. She had no say in the process. 
Since then, Brittany has been working and making millions of dollars and yet unable to control any aspect of her life. Finally, in the summer of 2021, Brittany spoke out publicly, condemning the conservatorship and demanding justice, both for herself and for anyone being abused in a similar legal bind. Due to her gripping testimony, as well as support from her fans and massive journalistic investigations, the court granted Brittany her own lawyer in July of 2021. This is a promising step, but we are still seeing the story unfold. Free Brittany. And now for today's final segment, I'll be going back into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on August 26th in my life. On August 26th, 2018, I took a screenshot of some Tom, oh my God, what was it? I think somebody followed me because they thought I was a Tom Holland fan account. At that point, I was like pretty, you know, I was simping for Tom Holland um, in 2018 a little bit. And someone followed me because I wouldn't stop posting on Tom Holland and they thought I was a fan account, which is really embarrassing. I am happy to say that I have matured since then. I am now a fan account for my cats that I recently adopted um, and not Tom Holland. No disrespect to you, Tom. I've just moved on to better things. Thanks for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.